with a Rashi to learn a Rashi together. Yehuda, I want to learn a Rashi. Dan, come. I need you come to the table. No phones. I don't want to see unless they're sitting here recording. No, no, no phones out. I want to begin with learning a Rashi together, and then, and then, and then you'll see where I want to take it from this Rashi. The Rashi, we could take off all coats. I'm not a fan of coats when we're learning Tater. The Rashi, the Rashi that we're going to, thank you, Shmuel, thank you, Yanks. The Rashi we're going to learn, it says, Pare has a dream. In the past week's parish, all of us know he has a dream. In the dream, Pare sees seven good-looking cows. Yufois Mare, good-looking cows. Vine Minayor Oile Sheva Parais. Seven cows, Yefois Mara, that are good looking, Ubriais Busser. Briais Busser in Yiddish you say Zaftig. In English means they're healthy, they're gesund. They're gesund, Geschmack. Geschmack of cows. They're Briais Busser, they are healthy. They're Zaftig. Now I always had trouble when it says good looking cows, I always try to picture what that means. I'm a very visual learner. So when I learn, I try to make pictures in my mind of anything I learn, Gemara, Chumash, I try to visualize. So it says, seven cows come out of the water, Minayar from the Nile, and they are Yufais Mara, they're good looking. You know, a, a heavy, a Gishmaka Zaftiga cow, that I can picture. Briois Basar, Gesund. In Europe, till America came along, it was considered objectively ugly to be skinny. You didn't look at a skinny. My grandmother, my Oma, if someone in the family was too skinny, you didn't look good. When you filled out, you look good. Poor people were skinny in Europe. If somebody was very considered very pretty, it meant she was a shtickle plump. She, had, she was she was briyos baser gazunt had had meat. If somebody was very ex- exceedingly skinny, there's a whole mice with Benjamin Franklin and King Lewis on this. There's a whole mice with this. Not for now, but the the side is that a person was gazunt. That's so briyos baser. The cows were zaftig. That I hear they were healthy briyos baser. They didn't look like emaciated. Only in America, the Western mind, Meshuggah. So in America, somehow, if somebody's emaciated, that's supposed to look. That's supposed to look good. That's never how it was. In the logical sense, a person is gesund. It's geschmack. Is well fed. Is a rich person, well fed. That's good looking. That's that's the way it always was historically. So Bria is buster. The fact that they were healthy with meaty, geschmack and meaty. The cows were well fed. So that's for sure. We all saw the goat that looked too skinny. It was not geschmack. Bria's buster, it didn't look like that. Skirt, skirt, I don't know the name, but it was Bria's buster. That I have a visual. But, but you face Mara, good looking, you face Mara that it was good looking, always gave me trouble, like the visual of a good looking cow. Like I picture like sunglasses. Well dressed, like good looking cow, but of course, somehow it was very cow like. Good looks means to be true to what you are. So it was a real cow, always in an esrug. Uh, you're supposed to buy a beautiful esrug. A good look, what's a good looking esrug? It's esrug like. If it has features that are not esrug like, that's a schwach esrug. A good esrug searcher wants an esrug that looks like an esrug. 
If it's just not Esrig-like, I'm fascinated by that. Good-looking means to be what you are. A good-looking cow is very cow-like. If some of its features, just not cow-like. Now, I'm not a bucky on cows to know what's cow-like. <coughs> but to me, a good-looking cow, I need you to... No, good, thank you, Nassim. Hang up the coat, Taka, you're right, and then run back. Hang up the coat, thank you. <laughs> so, you face Mara, good-looking means, means that it's cow-like. That's good-looking. Says, says Yosef HaTzadik, these good-looking cows, very, it's important to know good-looking means to be true to what you are. That's good-looking. If it's a cow, being cow-like is good-looking. If it's a cow and it doesn't have cow-like features, it's not good-looking. To be good-looking is to be true to yourself. That's Yochanan. Stam. That's a... Yochanan, like Mara says, he was huge. And it also says he was the nicest person of his time. That, that's true. That's Stam true. That, that it used to be a, a... Baal Buster was considered a wealthy person. That's Stam true. For sure that's true. The, here I'm just saying a different word, that good-looking, that good looks, what's the peerish of good looks? On a cow, good looks? <coughs> the peerish on a cow... Could be. The peerish on a cow is that it's cow-like. That's the peerish of good looks. I think there's a lot there. I'm not, there's not what I want to talk about today. It's a maimra muskar for somebody who wants to think about something. The peerish of good looks is that it's cow-like. That's, I think there's, there's a lot there. Hamevin yavin. Weiter. What I want to say is as follows. Yosef HaTzadik hears about the good-looking cows, Nas. And he says that seven good-looking cows is a sign of seven good years. The seven good-looking cows is good, is good years. Now the question is, where did he come that good-looking cows are good years? Like, good and good? What shaykhs? They were nice-looking cows. Why is that a sign to Yosef HaTzadik of good years? Most people don't think about this. Just good-looking cows, good years. What shaykhs? There were seven good-looking cows. Somehow those are years of plenty. What shaykh is years of plenty? Now the zaftiga cows, the fact that the cows were healthy and gesund, they were fat. That I understand good years, because years of plenty. How do cows get fat? It means as geschmack of food. Always historically, somebody was too skinny, showed they were poor people. A skinny person, man, nebuch, a poor person. A person is gesund, has... Is geschmack and filled out. That's a person who has plenty. They have food in the house, Baruch Hashem. So, the, 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 the heavy is good years, we all understand. It means the animal ate well. But why in the world is the good looks have good years? What shaykh is to good looking cows? Now, the Pashtus guys learned, Chaim learned, that if you have good nutrition, you look healthy. Good nutrition is healthy. Do you know... I know people, I know a man who both his parents are very, very short, and he's extremely tall. <coughs> now, if you know anything about genes, it's impossible. It's impossible. How can both his parents be short, and he's a tall person? In LP genes, it's not possible. Do you know how it's, you know what happens? In America, you'll never see this. He's European. You will never see this once in your life in America. You probably won't see it once in your life, probably. Does anybody here know a guy, a bacher has two, not adopted, two short parents, and the guy is tall? 
You know, one guy here knows. Anybody else know anybody like that? Not adopted. Six mothers, very tall. Okay. Very few people. I'm talking about short, five, 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 three. Short people. So they, they just said one person. One person. You cannot, won't know anybody. Maybe a guy will know one. The bottom line is it's very rare. I know somebody. In Europe, it was Kamen. In Europe, it was common. I know European. Both parents are tiny. And you know why it is that way? Because they were malnourished. They were malnourished. It's that way because in Europe, they were short because they didn't have food. The parents probably, if you don't, they didn't eat. If you don't eat, you don't grow properly. They didn't eat. It was common. In Europe, you had two short parents. They came to America. They fed the family well. And all of a sudden, you had tall kids. Malnutrition definitely causes physical differences, for sure. So you could say, all my life I learned, they were good-looking, is the pshat that they were able to be good-looking because they had the right nutrition. It means good years, there's food. If people eat properly, they can be good-looking. People don't eat properly, so it affects looks, of course. So that's what I thought my whole life, why the good-looking had to do with, and you talk to see people, Benny. In Europe, where they had no food, both parents are tiny. All of a sudden, they had a tall kid. They had tall genes, the parents. They didn't eat, so they didn't grow properly. All of a sudden, they came to America. They ate fine. And you see tall kids. You see that. What, what Rashi says is different than that. Rashi says a pshat, Nassan, that I want you to know, Nas, I want you to know, know this pshat for your whole life. You hear what we're saying, pshat and Nas? The good-looking cows were a sign of what? Good years. What shaykhs? Says Rashi, and I quote, Yefai smara, good-looking, simen soiva. It's a sign for days of soiva, days of, where there's a lot of produce, where there's a lot of food. Why? Shabriyas nirais yafai zulazu. People look good one to the other. When people have plenty and are satisfied, Yenem looks good. When people have plenty, Yenem looks good. The other person looks good. At a time people have, the other guy looks good. The good-looking cows, Aryeh, says Rashi, were a sign of good years because only if you have plenty can you perceive the other, another berry as good-looking. If you're missing, if you're chaser, if you're missing, others don't look good to you. Others look lousy. On a day you're feeling missing, you're feeling lacking, the next person doesn't look good to you. Shvach. In general, people look bad. When you're feeling bad, people look bad. When you're feeling good, other people look good to you. Others look good to you. So how do we come to feeling good? So how do we come to feeling good? What taka makes us feel good? See, here's where I want to say, really, I want to say the following balance, Rabbi say that every single person needs. It's required in order to feel good. And when you feel good, other people look good to you. Your whole world's a better world. You're living in a better world. When you're happy, the next person's gishmak. The next person's unbelievably gishmak. Shabriyais nirais yafai zulazu. 
But that has to come only when we have Yemei Saiva. If we have days of satisfying days to the point that if Parish dream mostly had good looking cows, it's Muslim, it has to be, it's Yemei Saiva, it's good years. Because if it's good years, Yenam looks good. The other person looks good to you. Because you're happy. You have plenty. Your, 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 your bank account is full. Everything's you having good mazel. So then Yenam looks great. Amazing Rashi. The other person. To the point, Arye, in my life, you know you have those days where everybody looks bad, just walking around. <clears throat> He's so annoying for this. Him, that. You have to ask, what, is bo- what am I bothered about about myself? Come on. Daniel, what's bothering you? Then you find what you're upset about yourself. You're not davening well enough. You're not learning well enough. Your midas aren't sharp enough. And then working. And then people look good again. If you're happy with here, Yana looks good. Then Yana's a good person. You're satisfied. Yana looks good. You're not satisfied here. People don't look good. When a guy steigs real, there's inauthentic steiging and authentic steiging. When a guy steigs in a very not built way, and I've seen this a lot, in a not built way, not a healthy, real, it's not coming with midas, it's not, it's not built right. As he steigs, others look worse. I have proofs to this. I'll show you a case in point. As he steigs, bad growth, when you steig, others look worse. You're doing better, so others are worse. You know the guy like learned for the first three times in his life, all of a sudden, I used to teach in a yeshiva where the kids were more lebedic. I taught there for a year. Sometimes a guy would shtag, all of a sudden he'd come, Rebbe, I'm so upset the guys are doing this. I'm thinking, Meshuggah, yesterday you were doing that. Last week you were doing the same thing. And all of a sudden he can't tolerate anybody. That's very unhealthy growth. There's something felt in the growth. When it's real, what should happen, it's a good litmus test. When your growth is real, people start looking better to you. You have a samach bechelka of your own ruchnis. You have a sense of satisfaction of your own ruchnis. Ironically, the better you're doing, the whole chaver looks better. Why they? They're not. Fakert. The logic would be like the unhealthy growth. The logic would be like the unhealthy growth. The Gemara in Sukkot tells us if Shem ben Yechai. What am I doing inside? Marit Chuk. You please get a Gemara Sukkot. I'm not, not a Gemara Sukkah. If you get me a Gemara Shabbos. Thank you. Thank you so much, Martha. I'm always misupping. It's not so pasha. To have a Ben Torah do something for you is not pasha. I'm misupping. A lot of times I'll get it myself. I'm not sure. Covered at Seber. It's a shtickle inappropriate. In the middle of a shear, you walk out to get a safer. On the other hand, it's inappropriate to ask a bacher. It's not, it's not a servant. Guy's not a servant. I'm very weary of that. I'm very, very weary of that. A bacher's not a servant for somebody. Avram Avinu was punished. He made, they were his talmidim. He had them work for him. He made them workers. Avram Avinu was punished. It's not pashat. Maybe get a coffee. Or, it's not pashat. Not pashat. Very not pashat. But okay, but I covered that tzibah. Mardcha did for the tzibah. Thank you, Mardcha. The Gemara in Shabbos, a Gemara we, that, that's familiar to us all. So the Gemara describes that that Hashem ben Yechai and his son were in a cave for 12 years. And after 12 years, Yatsa Baskoil, a heavenly voice comes out in us, 
And it says, V'amra, and she says, Pascal's interesting is called Lush in the cave of Amra. She says the heavenly voice, Go out of your cave. Go out. From your cave. So they went out. They were hiding for 12 years. The Baskarl said, Go out of your cave. And they go out. Wherever they went, I'm, but let me, I, I, I went too late. I went too late. Earlier, I'm sorry, a year earlier, after 11 years, it says Elio Anavi came by the cave and said, Man Who's going to tell Bar Yochai, the mace Kizer, that the Caesar died? And the Xer is bottle. Who's Elio Anavi walked by the cave and said, and said, who's going to tell Bar Yochai he could leave the cave? Nafku, they went out. So Shimon Yochai and his son went out of the cave after 11 years. Chazu in Vizari, they saw people who were plowing and planting. Amar, and they said, what is this? They were on such spiritual levels, they said, They're leaving eternal pursuits, and they're Isaac and temporary. What are they doing? What's wrong with these people? Wherever they look would burn. They were bringing iron ra everywhere. They were causing strafes everywhere. Everywhere they would look, if a person looks with a bad eye, it does damage. And they were causing damage. Wherever they went, they were looking, what are, what's wrong with you people? They had been locked up for 11 years, learning Torah uninterrupted for 11 years straight, serving Hashem 11 years on levels, unbelievable levels. When they came out, they saw people doing mundane things. <laughs> They were like, what's what you people? You're leaving heavenly pursuits, eternal pursuits. And you're asking Chayi And wherever they looked, they were Nisraf. So Yotza Baskal, a heavenly voice, comes out and says, And she says to them, You came out of the cave to destroy my world. Go back to the cave. Hadr Azul. They went back in the cave. I see and they sat another twelve months in the cave. After twelve months, they came out, and it says that Reb Shimon Yochai would heal everything that he saw. He had an iron tove, and it says they saw a man who was carrying two sticks of hadasim, and he was running. So they asked the man, "What are you doing?" So he said, "Lekavet Shabbos, I'm running. I'm carrying these adasim for Shabbos Kodesh." So he said, "Why not have only one?" So he said, "Once for Zacher, once for Shomer." Said Hashem ben Yechai to his son, "Amalei lebrei Chazi, do you see kamachavivin mitzvahs al Yisrael? Do you see how precious mitzvahs are to Yidden?" Yosef datayu. He he was calmed. He understood. He had the perception of the greatness of Yidden. The more he steigt, he stayed in the cave a year longer. It took longer steiging and more profound steiging to see that Yidna are good. To see that Kamachaviv in Mitzvahs al Yisrael, how precious Mitzvahs are to Yisrael. The better we steig and the more we steig, the better Yenna looks, not the worst Yenna looks.
the better the other person looks. When your steiging is real, you have, then you have the confidence. <clears throat> then you have the security to look at another person and to see the goodness of the other person. <laughs> How precious mitzvahs are on Yidin. Yen actually looks better to you the greater your steiging. When you have years of soiva, the other person has the capacity to look good. When you steig, when you grow, the other person can actually look good to you. I wanted. I called the guys to a meeting, not to Musavad. Ad kan the Musavad. Ad kan the Musavad. I think this this idea in Musar, this idea in Musar, that when a person's happy with himself, the other person looks good, is an important concept to keep in mind. And when other people tend to look bad, get happier with yourself, and the other person will look good. Get happier with yourself. How do you get happier with yourself? Acceptance. Self accepts for what I am. It's not because I'm steiging and people say, I could be doing better. We always could be doing better. We need a general self-acceptance, appreciation for what I am, for my situation. But self-acceptance, it helps if others accept. In an environment of acceptance, it helps to have self-acceptance. But I need self-acceptance to appreciate myself. Hashem loves me, I could love me for what I am. It always bothers me. Rebellion, love. He has such, if I hear him, he has such potential. I, I I shudder for many reasons, and everybody has potential, because it's only like I can appreciate him for what he's going to be. That's a recipe, not for a person. If you only appreciate for what you could be, you'll never appreciate yourself, because we always could be better. That's how life works. Appreciation for what he is. I don't love a bacher for what he could be. love a bacher for what he is. For what he is. What he could be, every person could be amazing. That's nothing to do with anything. But I have news for you, not he could be amazing. He's amazing. On the bar, he has such potential. It's saying he's garbage now, but you should know this garbage, I'm telling you, he's not garbage now. He's so geschmack. I, I, I don't mean about, we have no potential, Bachim in the Yeshiva. We have good guys, good solid guys, good people for what he is now. That he could be amazing, every human being could be amazing. Every human being could do amazing stuff, unbelievable, wild stuff every human could be. That's, that's a different point. But, but the appreciation of now, a person to accept himself of now, the real acceptance of oneself. People are afraid. So that mean I'm not going to steig. No, it means you're going to steig if you have that. You'll advance. A guy who appreciates himself and is freilich with himself, has self-acceptance, will steig. And when you do accept yourself, when you are sameach with your matziv and accept it and embrace it and work with it, then a person, people look so good around him, and when a person doesn't have good, Sayana looks bad. That, that was the Musr I wanted to learn with Thailand. The meeting with Thailand that I want to say, anybody who knows about the Sefer Mesilas Yesharim, if you know about this Sefer, Daniel, I want you to hear this. If everybody, if, you, if I lost you on the Musr, join me now. The, the Sefer Mesilas Yesharim is built, Zevi, on a memra, of, 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 on a memra. It's funny, I read this Gemara. It's very ironic. Hashem runs the world. The Gemara I read was about Rav Shem Ben Yechai. Who was Rav Shem Ben Yechai's father-in-law? 
Who was his father-in-law? Reb Pinchas Ben Yoyer. Reb Pinchas Ben Yoyer had a... Yes. Reb Pinchas Ben Yoyer, good Shmuel, has a memra. He has a brysa that he says, a very short brysa. The brysa is, Torah brings to Zahiras, Zahiras brings to Zrizos, Zrizos brings to Nikias. He has a whole progression, a ladder, had a steig. That's the brysa... That's the brysa from Repelos Ben Yoyer, a brysa. The Messias Yisharim Nachmi, in one of the epic works ever written, this safer, it's funny, Nafti is steiging like Meshuggah. Nafti, is it Nafti who just told me he's going crazy? Do you see us in Sherman? He's like going out of his mind. Well, people who are sophisticated learn this safer real. Now, I'm not talking about a guy trying to be from. Ooh, amazing. I'm not talking about that. I'm not a woo guy. Bring me to me. The reason I hate museums and I hate looking at pretty sights, I'm not going woo for you. I'm just not doing that. If you know me, I'm not doing that. You know, you go to the museum and you give the obligatory, wow, you look at a picture you don't care about, and none of the people who said, wow, care about go, oh, look at this, and you call them over, like, and like a bunch of dead people who don't really care about what they're seeing, I'm not wowing for you, you show me the prettiest sight, if I don't like it, I don't care, tough luck on you, I just don't like the obligatories, oh, woo, look at this, I don't care, 16th century, Flusker made a picture. It doesn't injure. I'm not wooing for you. If I like it, then I'll woo and I'll woo a lot. If I don't like it, I won't. But the museum is like the is like the obligatory woo. You know what I'm talking about, Zevi? Well, you have to like you have to like be impressed, and you're not impressed. So I don't want you to learn Messiah and like go into it like Kalish said. Whoa, calm down. But I want to tell you that people. My father. Is not necessarily the biggest pusher of Musar. He learns Gemara a lot. This Sefer like blows his mind. Anybody, this Sefer is written, it's, it's unbelievable Torah Shabal Peh. Based on a work of Pilas Ben Yar gave like the most, the, he, he says this statement that Torah brings to Zahir, Zahir, He built a whole Sefer on how, to, how a person can grow. What is Zahiras? He describes what it is, how to acquire it, and what to stay away from to lose it. So he expounds, as Torah Shabal Pez is supposed to work, on the small statement of Rapinos Ben Yoyer, he wrote a book, a whole Sefer, on a shortest statement, as Torah Shabal Peh works, is supposed to happen. You read that Gemara, like in 10 seconds, you're done with the Chazal. But he expounds what Zahiris and spent a major work on discovering. I have visuals in my mind, who is a Zahir? What does a Zahir look like? You know that Bachar that's, that's alive, that's like living with a sense of purpose, a mission? He's like, he, he has a boss, he just clearly is functioning in such a way that he's working for somebody. He's not a free agent. He lives with a sense, he has rules, what he's allowed to do, what he's not allowed to do, what he's supposed to do, he's busy. That's a Zahir. The short of it, that's a Zahir. An unbelievable guy. That's a Zahir. Then you talk, after Zahir is Rizos. Who's a Zahir? If you ever saw a person who's on fire with a mission is ignited with a man with a mission, possessed. If you ever saw a person busy with something, he's doing something and about something, that's a Zaris. The picture of a guy who is engaged and engrossed in a mission. A Zah- then you have a Naki. A Naki is like a Zahir on steroids. A Naki is a guy, 
all his actions are so perfect, but everything lishma impeccable. Anaki is a guy who's living impeccable. Now, how do you get to Nikios? And you're talking about Madragas. Azair is a guy who lives with a sense as a boss. He's not Hefker. What he does, when he does, he lives with a boss. Azaris has ignited a man with a mission. Anaki is a souped up. He's a Zahir on steroids. He's a guy who's impeccable. He does everything perfect, but not just everything perfect, but everything L'Shem Shemayim perfect. His intentions, his inners are perfect. That's Anaki. So he wrote a book describing step by step how to grow. Now, obviously, in growth, it has to be in an order, it has to be misodor. Now, famously, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said, back in the day when they learned this Sefer, you didn't go on to step two, to shlav two, till you did shlav one. You didn't go on to shlav three till you did two, because you have to build an order. You can't build a structure out of order. Rabbi Yisrael famously said, he gave the following mushal, and he said, but I want to, I don't, to argue with Yisrael, I'm not, to say I'm a bug compared to him, that's too much of a guzma. You can't call yourself a bug compared to Yisrael. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, we have no, Reb Shach said that he couldn't be massive, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. I can't be massive, Reb Shach. So, we're very far from Rabbi Yisrael. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said the following statement, but I want to explain it a little bit. Reb Yisrael said that if you go to a chasna, they serve the, the, they serve the course in a certain order. First there's the entree, then there's the soup, then after the soup is the main dish, there's a whole way, then there's the dessert, there's a whole way how they served. And when you go to the wedding, you're an invited guest, you, serve, you get served in that order. He said if an ani crashes the wedding, he just sits down, he says to the waiter, Give me the entree. He said, you're an honor. You weren't even invited here. Just take what you serve. You don't ask for the entree. Said Rabbi Yisrael that the order, back in the day they were Ashirim, they were rich people invited to the party. So the order was important. Today just grab whatever you can. We're Aniyim. Today just grab whatever you can. There's an unbelievable wisdom to this in Ruchnis. In a generation where Ruchnis is hard, if you find anything in the Sefer that resonates by you, grab it. There's a truth to that. That being said, that being said, Rabbi Yisrael never meant that there's not a way to build. I am very into, from the day a guy walks into this yeshiva, that there's an order, there's a structure how to build. I've never been guilty of telling a Bacha, just learn, just learn, just... I don't believe in that. I don't believe in just learn. I believe there's a structure how a person's built. I believe that there's an order. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, in the structure of man, there's an order. Certainly learn, but let's build. And I try, and it's important to me, that a person's built step after step. There, there's Sdarim. It doesn't mean not to learn. If you look at Messias Sharim. This b'risa, the first step is Torah. Torah, learn. And of course, there are other steps. Torah brings to Zahiris, to Zerizis. The first step, by the way, is learn. In this b'risa, my point is that there's a seder to how to build. There's a, there's a system how to build, and a person has to build himself in a systematic way, in a healthy way, not skipping steps. Really building, building, figuring out the next step. Now, Rabbi Yisrael is saying that we shouldn't be too choosy. 
When a guy, I'm not up to there. If something resonates by you, if you come in this soup, certainly grab the soup, no problem. And maybe later on, maybe later after the chasna, maybe you'll get a, you'll go back, maybe. You'll get a, certainly the honey has to take what he wants, but later on the honey sees there's leftover fish, he should get the fish also. He's allowed to go back also. What I say to the oilam is as follows. I feel strongly, I feel very strongly that this, the aliyah that's been here has been textbook. I could, you're talking to a rabbin, so it's hard for me. I can go guy by guy, and guys have built beautifully. In a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way, guys have built all different areas, and each one in his own way. I can say kimat, looking at everybody, kimat, every, not everybody, but kimat, every guy looking around, has built in a beautiful way all different things, all different things to fill in, to, 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 to build the person... And certainly our job, the biggest thing, everybody wants to donate to the world. Everybody wants to be a giver to the world. We want to impact. We're idealistic people. We're B'nai Avram. The biggest thing you can give the world is a built you. That's the biggest thing you give the world. Is a built you is the biggest gift you give to the world. Not, you can do a million things. A guy can give millions of dollars. If he doesn't give himself, he didn't give that much to the world. He gave money, didn't give himself. The biggest gift to the world is a built you. And that's the gift that only you can give to the world. The money, if it doesn't come from you, will come from a different person. But a built you, if it doesn't come from you, won't come from anybody else. The biggest gift you can give the world is a built you, a person who creates for himself the person he wants to be. I say to the guys that the time is now to step it up. Guys are at a crossroads. I feel you're, you're in the middle of the winter's man, 12th grade. The, the model of a person going to Eretz Yisrael, having done nothing in his life, and going to a yeshiva, there's different genres of yeshivas, and it's after Hanukkah we're starting to think about next year, a little bit. And a guy, there are different types of yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael. There are types of yeshivas for a guy who didn't do anything in high school. He didn't do anything. He's coming to Eretz Yisrael. Pachosayoyser, he did nothing. He's not built himself. But successes of the yeshiva, of a person, at that age, having done nothing, it's always possible your whole life. But the success is percentages, and you don't have to go with percentages, but the percentages are slim. You don't see a lot of people doing well. You're going to a place, you're surrounded by people struggling, and Ulai, Ulai, it's like, you never know. And, I, and all our lives, there's hope for us, always, no matter what. But a person, my goal, my goal is a bacher to God Eretz Yisrael, a person who's already in the middle of building. Real. Not words, not lip service. Who's really building himself in the middle. There's a type of yeshiva that's our lechatila that we want to send to. It includes four or five yeshivas that are designed for a bacher does well who's already building himself. He's building. Then he steps it up. And there's the possibility in these yeshivas to step it up. To really push it to the next level. To really start doing more. To add more. To grow bigger. That's the possibility that presents itself for a guy who's going to Eretz Yisrael already been built. When we originally sent guys to Eretz Yisrael, parents were irate. Some professor in YU wrote a book about going back maybe about 20 years ago, and he did studies, scientific, just practical numbers. You can't argue. Mamish did numbers. He ripped going to Israel. 
He ripped it. In a sophisticated book, the percentages, the odds, what, it, what is gained, talk real. A guy, a professor, wrote a book. So I'm not, we're not mishubatim. But I, so parents were upset at me, not only because of him, because people looked around, the parents were upset. What are you sending guys 5,000 miles away? Dangerous. But I said, you wait. By the time a guy goes, you'll, you'll be sleeping easy. You won't have any doubts. When Nate Friedler got on that plane, I promise you, I promise you, his parents were completely, they sleep easy. They sleep, there wasn't a doubt of what he was going to do. There wasn't, he wasn't a free agent. There was serious where he was headed. Now again, nobody could trust themselves. We're human beings and people can have nephilos. I'm not saying, but there was a sense he was well on his way what he was doing. And I can give dozens and dozens of other examples. Somebody whispered Shmulishus, up six in the morning, learning every day. Unbelievable. But the word is that the person was clearly building himself, clearly building, and at the point was going to Eretz Yisrael, there weren't worries. He was going to Yeshiva Tashtai. And my goal for the guys here is by the time we're going to Eretz Yisrael, there's not a suffix, what a guy's doing. He's driven, he's motivated, and he's building himself. We're at ageism, if not now, then when? There's no later. There's no later. It's time for a guy to make it his unbelievable focus, build himself, to step up. That was work. And I feel guys are up to this point. To have an unbelievable, you're, you're busy, you're ironic. I want a guy to leave here. You have to picture how beautiful this is. I want on the bus, after two weeks going forward from this day on, when you get on that bus, you're tired because you're fighting to build yourself. You're pushing like a tiger. Minyanim, Taira, Midas. You're pushing hard to the point you get on the bus, you're pushing exhausted. You know how beautiful that sleep on the bus? I'm wiped because I'm busy building. <coughs> I'm busy. I'm engaged. I'm just tremendously busy. I'm busy with Masechta Saita. I'm working on the Masechta. I'm busy with Tefillah. I'm busy with my Seder, pushing myself to the schedule, to the point when you get on the bus, you're like knocked out, you, you, you collapse on the bus. That's what I want for you. That's what I want from you. A person who in an authentic way is engaged in something. Today, you'll have many other missions in your life, and I want you to engage in missions, to be busy, to be completely kolkula in a mission. Being in a mission also means a sore meira, things I don't do. The guy, the guy who's a free agent, he runs here, he goes there. It's also, it's not just toivel v'sheretz biyadoy. It's not just, well, you're trying to steig and you're contradicting your steig. There's another point to it. You are, you are not engaged. If you're engaged in a mission, the other thing I contradicts, I'm busy with something. I can't be busy with that. I'm busy with something. It's also symptomatic of a guy who's not really busy with much at all. He has not engaged fully in something. So then other types of things are very naigeya. He's not engaged in something. So whatever catches his, his, his attention at that moment, he's susceptible to. But a guy who's engaged of a mission is busy with something deep and profound. He's not very open with, so let's go here. <laughs> you don't get it. You know what I'm busy with? You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing? I want to tell you that when I walked away from a Miller's Levaya, Ocean Parkway has a lot of different things all around you. It could be a dangerous block to walk down. 
this Tavis, and I was a youngster, and I'm walking away from Reb Miller's Levaya. I remember more than any time in my life, it did nothing pulled me. I just was at the funeral of a man who lived on a mission, was an Eved Hashem. Reb Miller would walk down the most dangerous block in Brooklyn. I'm not advising to do this, but he had to walk every day. He was a fiery Eved Hashem, all his life building Reb Miller and giving the world Reb Miller. He gave us an awesome person. He would walk down the dirtiest street in Brooklyn, which no, people don't let their kids walk down. But to Reb Miller, it was a joke. It was a joke. He was engaged in a mission. That's how I felt after his Levaya. I remember walking down Ocean Parkway. It was like a late sunus. I, I, I don't care where I would have been then. Nothing would have been dangerous. I went to a funeral of a man who had a mission, and I felt that sense of being on a mission myself. What I want from you, what I ask from the Elam, and I'm asking a step up from the 12th grade, I'm asking Stark a step up, and specifically, Minyanim and Sedarim specifically. Certainly it includes all working on self. Our job is to give the world you. That's our job. Your job is to give the world you, to build yourself real. One day to give your wife, one day to give your children a big person, a person who's put work into themselves. Discipline is huge. To acquire a discipline, to push yourself, get up and be your chakras. Get up and be your chakras. To make a fuller schedule, the discipline of a full schedule. Fill yourself with Tyra. Every steps of, sh- of building, every steps of building include Tyra. Tyra may be the day. Tyra is the starting point. Fill yourself with Tyra. When I was talking about building with a structure, I feel that Kemat, everybody here, has the necessary things, has done the necessary things for this step up. I don't tell a person this who's not ready, and if there's a guy here amongst us who's not ready, I will tell him my opinion that he's not ready for this. But I feel the Olam's ready for a more intense step up, to join, to push ourselves. Minyanim should be not, not, not negotiable for ourselves. Three Minyanim, we're ready for that. Commit to Minyanim. Minyanim, it's a chayyuv. Commit to minyanim. Commit to starim. Build starim. Fill yourself up with saita. I'm asking the guy Stark for a step up. That's what I'm asking from the guys. We can, besides for ourselves and stagging ourselves, what that would mean for the whole Masifta is tremendous. What that would mean for younger guys. And I never want it to just be about yourself. Building yourself, but always with a focus on giving the world myself. It starts while I'm building, and I speak about it really because just focus on building yourself, but I don't want you to emerge a selfish person. So I tell you about that it impacts the yeshiva because I want a person to think that he's building himself for helping others. Here he's thinking about the yeshiva, one day his family, his community, and Klai Yisrael as a whole. His building of self for the benefit of others. But you, the best thing you'll ever do for other people in your life is to be a big person. The bigger you are, the more capacity you have and the better impact you'll have on others. Your own children, your own wife, the bigger you are. I always feel badly that I wish every guy your age should like go to his job. I wish when I was your age now, I would have like 30 days in the job, then I can go back to then, ooh, would I be more intense. I would grow with more of a sense of purpose. Somehow you have to visualize it, Rabbi say. That there's going to be an age, you're going to be a father, you're going to be a husband, you're going to be a community member, you're going to be a mashpia, an impact on others. The bigger you are, the more you can impact. 
The smaller you are, the less you have to offer. Make yourself big. You make yourself big by filling yourself up with Torah, by filling yourself up with tefillah, by working, by, by building oneself, by working on midas. So I'm asking for everybody here for a serious step up as a chabura. As a chabura. Let's all contribute to this. I'm asking for a step up. Siddharam should be fuller. I want to, I, I, I have to start Musavada earlier. It's, it's, it's been somewhat choppy, the break in between Gemara. I will be starting Musavada earlier. I ask everybody to come. Shiurim, get them in earlier. We'll be, we're going to try to start Musavad more at 10.30. Be loyal to 10.30. And then I want to start Shiurim at 12. I would like to start there being Chavrusas preparing for Shiurim. Every shear will be better if there are half hour chavrusas. I'm asking guys to start to make 11.30 to 12 chavrusas. 10.30 sharp will be musr. The shiurim will be done by 10.30 before. Make the sedarim before. The halacha shiurim will start more on time. 10 to 10.30, 10.15 to 10.30. 10.30 will be musr. Hopefully 11.30 we can get in chavrusas. Guys can make their own chavrusas. Prepare for shear. Learn the Gemara, there'll only be a Revach and Shear that guys come in better prepared. The Gemara better prepared. Shear then can be harder. So that's what we're going to try to step up for a Seder. Today, Rabbi say, it's unclear to me. What? One? One-ish? It might even be later. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, Rabbi Say, what's the say there today? After I'm done, I have a couple minutes. I want to say Shear will be at 12 o'clock. Part of the Shearim will be at 12. At 1 o'clock, there's a Talmud Chacham coming to the Yeshiva. I ask that everybody, I know guys have things they like to do, and I appreciate the schedules. The Yid's a big Talmud Chacham. The Yid Rabbi Yaman Eisenberger, a friend of mine, always tells me, you have to meet him, you have to meet him. I've never met him. So I don't want to speak how big he is. I don't know. But a friend of mine told me, you, you have to meet this, you have to meet this Yid. He's a Yid who's impacting Yidin. He's impacting Yidin, Yidin. I know of her being impacted by him. He's a Rav in New York. and supposed to be a serious Talmud Chacham. I don't know. I'm supposed to be a very warm person. And he is going to speak to us right at this table. We'll sing together. It'll be a Varmamatsev. So I ask that everybody comes. I ask that everybody comes to that. Well, after share, you'll quickly lunch. Is, is there a suda being served? I'm not yeah. even. Yeah, there's going to be bagels. Well, so it's going to be a suda right here, right here, and one o'clock. So we'll do everything later. I can't even be Rabbi Sai, so this is going on. This is going on. Daniel, this is going to go on roughly at 1 o'clock. I'm asking the guys to come. This is just for the 12th grade. And you just swimmer, my pal. It's, 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 <laughs> what do you call him? Who calls him that? Everyone. What's his name? Guys, call you that? Yeah. Who, who, who let the secret out? Uh-huh. I did. Don't, I did. T- don't tell your best friends first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nachmi, I have one more thing to say. We'll sing a Varma song. It's too heavy. Maish Lachayim, we'll sing a Varma song. 
Then I have one more thing, Yevkaya. One more thing to say. Let's just sing a warm song first, Ayin. Yeah, I was at Best burger in town is at uh,
want to share one more point with the guys. Chaim and Maish come back, it's one more point. Gadals come, come. Gods recognize gods. Queen of God, leader of you. Akon, welcome home. Arya, one year, come sit down. Come, don't be coming. Come here, Jesus. I'm right here. How you came on? Thank you for bringing us back. Rabbi Sayyid, welcoming back. And welcoming back Nuss and a little advice. Oh, that's I was going to tell the guys a little advice. You heard when he was here the first time. If you felt like pushing him around, don't mess now. <laughs> Welcome home, Nussin. Double Nussin is back. What? Nussin squared. <laughs> There's a new thing. I found out your third name. When did you spread that? You heard that? When did you? That after Yamtiv to speak about the Yamtiv. Because the goal of every Yamtiv is to have been changed from the Yamtiv. I, I was going to do it now, but I, my son advises, and correctly so, that Doilam spent. But I do want to just say, I was going to share a shtickle on Hanukkah, but I just want to say that the goal is we've been through a Hanukkah to be better thankers. Hanukkah is Lahalel, to see Chesed Hashem, to appreciate the kindness of Hashem. And we have to walk out of Hanukkah, better thankers. I felt I was filled one night of Hanukkah. I just had a write about the guys, only for not wanting to keep you up all night. I didn't go on. I walked back here for the first time in a few days. I walked there. I was like, wow. Just that sense of what, what of the gifts that Hashem has given us. So we have to remember to become better thankers after Hanukkah. I want to thank every single guy for being back here for coming this morning. I want to say that the Chabura, to me, like has, has done unbelievable things. The growth, because you can go down the list one after another to watch guys just form in beautiful ways, make good decisions. You, you can go name by name. Anybody watching Avrami this year is dazzled. Yeah. Yeah. To watch the Ush, what Usher's done. Yeah. I spoke by Rechus on Hanukkah. I spoke by Rechus about Zevi. I could have gone on another many, 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 many hours. But just go down the list. Abel, each guy, it's, it's a pleasure to watch Aryeh Barnett. I wrote a little bit about, we could have written much more. 
But I just want to thank everybody for being here. 12 o'clock will be Shiurim. Try now, if the guy's in five minutes, today we're not going to start with Chavrusas. Go to Shir first at 12. But if guys can maybe talk about it a little bit, to get Chavrus from 11.30 to 12, I want guys to start preparing for Shir if possible. And then 12 o'clock Shirim. Today, no Chavrusas, but if you want to try to arrange yourself with Chavrusa going forward. The normal Seder is going to be davenings over at 9.30. And then halacha is going to be 10 and muster 10.30. Hatzlacha, guys.